yeah. conversation yeah, is go. great. Actually, yeah, uh, that's that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 261. My name is Conor Mahern, and with me this week, as always, he's not introduced, he just shows up, it's Rich Walker. <laughs> Hello. And her behaviour is entirely defined by the templates set for her in previous podcasts, it's Alice Bell. Uh, Alice Bell this week is the New York Times review of Infinity War. This one, this one, she is just on the pulse. God, no idea. But then I've been off social medias. Yeah, the... Fucking, so is Alice. Mm. No, I mean completely. Yeah, the New York Times review of Infinity War complains that... It is what it is, essentially. Oh, so what, so how awful! What What are your thoughts on that, though? Like, in like, should um, should a, a game or a film or a whatever, like the the third one, the fourth one, the fifth mm. one, should it cater towards newcomers as much but as it does the people who have stuck with it throughout? No, or is or is the Avengers? Our films like the Avengers, or I know, like the new Star Wars, is kind of going down yeah. that route as well. Obviously, we're all aware of the monster verse uh, with mm-hmm. Tom Cruise and Johnny Depp and all that. <laughs> like, it, it, are they a special case because I th- the new Avengers film is the nineteenth yeah, film in it? I think it is a special case because this is literally what the, fu- the this is what the previous ten years have been working towards. And if you go and see. <laughs> Marvel's like Avengers Infinity War and it, and like expect it to cater yeah. to people that haven't seen any of the others then you're kind of an idiot yeah like, exactly yeah. Like it's, it, not, it's not the James Bond franchise is it, it and it like because I've seen it you guys haven't seen it and no spoilers but there are yeah. characters who have you know been away from Earth and stuff and they kind of act like but like, if you haven't seen like all of the recent ones and stuff, they kind of act like the audience there because they're like, oh, I don't know if that, you know, who are you? What's going on? So there is a little bit of... Okay. But mm. like to say that they act uh, in ways defined by their previous appearances. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> it, doesn't, it wouldn't make sense otherwise. On to the news this week, or more so news <laughs> about potential news. Mm. I love that. It's my favourite kind of news. Yeah. Announcements of announcements. Brilliant, isn't it? Because I don't care about God of War. I don't care about Far Cry, Nino Cooney, Monster World, what are the Dragon Ball fighters? (laughs) Any of them, right? Yeah. Any of that. Don't care. Mm -hmm. Old, get out. Old hat. Exactly. I want to know about what's coming up. Me too. And one of those games is Red Dead Redemption 2. <gasps> now, there will be a trailer released on the 2nd of May, which is this Wednesday. Mm. By the time you're listening to this... You've probably seen you it. Mo- yeah, you mm. may have seen the trailer, actually. Uh, but that's all we know. We know there is going to be a trailer. I just want to know, what, sp- did you want to see any specifics from said trailer? Like, the last trailer we got was meaty enough, wasn't it? Was uh, it? Yeah. And we, we did, like, all pomp and circumstance and... Mm quite flashy but we don't really have cold hard facts on the game really like there was there was the dual wielding pistols in the last game that's That's, yeah is that just for a cutscene or was that Mm. a subtle nod that yes you will be able to dual wield weapons in the new Red Dead I I think I'd like to see 
some actual decent chunks of actual gameplay this time yeah mm-hmm. which is what i would imagine they'll deliver because if they just do another like fast cuts of cinematics it's like well for fuck's sake i've that. seen this but is there anyone on the fence about whether they're getting red dead redemption 2 at the moment is this trailer gonna sway them is there anyone going uh, no, i, I don't mean know. i don't like the look of this i think it looks a bit shit you say that you say that right but the original red dead was out in 2010 <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess a long time. It is a long time, and there time. there are a lot That's of true. there will be there will be a lot of eighteen, nineteen year olds who were eleven or twelve back then. But I was, thinking, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking specifically about about me and nobody else. I mean, yeah. of course, <laughs> okay. and you always do that, you know. In fairness, yeah, you know, I admire that quality in you. Thank you. But there, you are catering towards a new audience as yeah. well. No, that makes sense. So I retract my previous statement. All right. Okay. It would maybe sway me away from it if it was real bad. What the trailer? Yeah, but like it's I don't know. I would, bad, maybe like if it like <laughs> if it does like you know like this year, like John Merson is teaming up with a new, and then it's like Hello Kitty. Oh my god! No, what am I saying? I would absolutely get it then. <laughs> and this time he's got laser guns. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> All these changes yeah, what, what, I would, yeah. would improve it. What, okay. what would um, what would make you less interested in it what 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 could the trick so like some gameplay would make you more interested maybe if it was maybe not more interested because I'm obviously going to get it Mm. but like maybe if it was like like maybe if it was really alt-right and it was like freedom of speech tell those snowflakes to (laughs) get lost with Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah that would put me up as well to be fair (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be yeah, quite that would be quite on the nose marketing <laughs> from Rockstar if they did that. Uh, and kind of out of character as well. And if, yeah, yeah and if it was like nowhere. we've added a punching women mini game just to <laughs> like stick it to the SJW, then I would be like nah. Yeah, right. not for me. Now obviously enough we, we will be able to speak more in depth on this next week once we have seen the trailer. But uh, yeah, like you, Alice, I want to see what it will look like. Or what, I, yeah. what, what I will see when I'm what playing. What will it. I actually be doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flashy cinematics and all that. Great, but yeah, yeah I just want to see how um, how it will pan out. Like I'd like that sort of meaty ten minute breakdown. Here is this mini game. Here's mm. that. Like I don't think we get that. But then when you think about it, like it's not it's mm. not a million miles away. We're in October, May now. Yeah, and it's been delayed. So they obviously thought they were going to have it in some sort of playable state. But when was if it originally? If we don't get some like a fairly decent chunk of gameplay, even if it's not like a breakdown, I will be very mm. surprised. Yeah, as many people around the world that would be have a similar thinking, like whether they're having mm. their cup of tea or whatever, you know, like like I suppose you could call that oh, a yeah. World Cup <laughs> of sorts. Could, yeah, couldn't yeah. you? You could, you could. We uh, we had uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we had a debate about this. So I don't think they should call it a World Cup anymore because it's not a cup. Why, not what a is cup. it? Well, well, it's a trophy, isn't it? It's not a cup. Oh, isn't it like a, yeah? And it's like it used a, to be a cup. It's like it a globe be, being held by a a thing. A thing. <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> like it's a wave like a, or something. Like uh, is it or is it like a morphed hand? Either way, but yeah, I thought that's it was like it a sort of angel thing with wings. No, like a Rolls Royce. You're thinking of uh, the Keeley Awards. That's uh, that's an angel, isn't it? No, <laughs> it's it's similar to that, but. Maybe we should get a Google image from somewhere. No, 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 let's, I, let's, I, let's, let's look up our, what, what, <laughs> are, the, what <laughs> are our favourite trophies. Yeah. What did you have a favourite trophy? 
I was always partial to the Champions League like that. Ooh. The Wimbledon the Wimbledon I mean, shield. I mean the Oscar. The Oscar is kind of a classic, isn't it? It's very mm. I quite, quite like the BAFTA because it's quite scary. And you can wear it on your face. Mm. Mm. Yeah, true. A wearable Yeah, a wearable trophy. trophy. And of course, yeah, the Keely Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All that, right, <laughs> is to get to the next story, yeah. which is FIFA eighteen is getting a free World Cup update, or is getting mm. a World Cup update that World if you have Cup the game. Date. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's, that's good. There'll be new stadiums that will be um, uh, used during the World Cup in Russia. There'll be new kits, match balls, that. match balls. Don't forget those. All like mm. I think that this is actually quite a decent update. Yeah. Because like, cast your mind back. Yeah. To not that long ago, when it would be a separate game, a game on its own. Like yeah, yeah FIFA yeah. World Cup would be a different game. Like even the last one was the last one. Eh? When was the last one they did? For, the last World four Cup four years. Game? I know they definitely did a 2010 one because I remember reviewing it. 2014? Did they do like, a 2014 one? Pe- I, I remember. I remember the Euros. Pez version of the Euros. They they kind of they put out a new cover of the game, but it was yeah. the same game, and yeah. it was just. I'm sure that was an update as well. God, but didn't EA Sports used to do a new game for the Euros and the World Cup at one time? I think so. They did both, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Oh boy! Wow. So yeah, I mean, this is this is nice. Free updates. It's, it's progress. Than, like, yeah. yeah. Why? Why would you create a, a new game? Like I, I know no some some of those World Cup, uh, the World Cup games, all right, did have specific scenarios and stuff, didn't they? Mm. Where it would be like a, a famous last ten minutes of game where you're down three yeah. two and you have to turn it around or whatever it is. I oh, like the WWE kind of showcase yes. events. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I'm speaking your language. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. It's like you've hacked into my brain or something, Rich. Well, you know, it's it's amazing how, <gasps> how you do how you do, how you do these things. See, even even Rich groaned at that one. You're losing it. You're on losing the ball. your not, main audience. I'm not on the ball today. That's the problem. But it, I'm not going to have you arrested. No. Unlike uh, those behind player or no one's battlegrounds because yeah. uh, 15 arrests have been made surrounding uh, hacking and cheating programs that affect PUBG. And uh, the people responsible were fined in and around $5.1 million. That seems excessive. That's, that's a quite yeah. a lot, isn't yeah. it? Like, <laughs> how do you qualify? Like, that's, that's a ferocious amount of yeah, money. I know, right? But yeah, this is obviously in an effort to clamp down and all the, the dodginess and um, the, the hacking programs and all that kind of stuff, uh, which is, is only good as they try and clean up the game. Like You, you yeah. see that in a lot of competitive uh, multiplayer shooters. That's a lot of money, though. Too much money? Well, just when you compare it, like, that's more than those, that, like, lad that cheated teenagers out of money that YouTuber got, isn't it? The... F- was that FIFA? FIFA thing, yeah. I have a vague recollection of that. Did he have a beard? I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I remember that guy. If he had a beard, it's probably dodgy. Do you know what I mean? At the same time, you know, yeah, I, I, I think in, in these Battle Royale games, you've got to make sure that everyone is playing to their strengths <laughs> and it's all above board. And then everyone yeah. will have a fun time and they'll have no issue with handing over their hard-earned cash and making successes of these Battle Royale games. Mm. Like Fortnite, that's yeah. a massive success. It is, yeah. It has become the biggest free-to-play console game ever. Yeah. After accruing two hundred and thirty-three million dollars. Whoa. I just, that's not we, too. That's whoa. not too shabby at all. We were talking about 
this the other day because I remember when Fortnite came out and it didn't have the battle royale thing no and it was just shit. whatever yeah. you know it had the pinatas and what have you I remember mm-hmm. you playing it and you're like I it was, mm, was alright yeah. yeah. it, was, it was okay nothing more again at the time of recording Spurs were playing Wofford last night Deli Ali scored and his celebration was a fortnight Are you like kidding? a victory pose or something like that yeah, that's yeah. cool no so, so like it's uh, and obviously with Drake and like, I mean this game has has gone f- from even when it was popular amongst our crew amongst mm-hmm. the video game playing public yeah. in, in the short space of maybe three months or something like that it, like the mainstream really latched on to us well, you know, and propelled it to yeah you know games popular when there's parents complaining about yes. it on television I can't my stop my thing. son from playing it my son an 11 year old I can't get him to stop playing <laughs> a 12 plus game I think it mm. sh- should be even more restricted like what <sighs> <laughs> do you know what do you know what I'd sort it out a good old fashioned clip round the ear hole Right, you can't do that anymore, Rich. No, I know you can't. PC gone no, mad. Health I, I, and safety gone mad. I, I, I need, I need to correct myself. I, I think I said two hundred thirty-three overall. That was the last month. Oh, it made two hundred thirty-three uh, million, which again makes it all the more impressive. And, and Seventy-three percent increase over February. Mm-hmm. It's ast- it's astounding. Well, hold on, uh, Drake. When did he play it? That probably uh, bumped it up in people's minds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, like imagine the scenes, epic. Mm. Be just like, what would you say they are? <clears throat> like, <laughs> sitting around in, in <laughs> what kind of if you tubs to... full of cocaine. Like, but if you're just... talking on a kind of scale, yeah. what level? Thanks. Would you say I'm, the glad, I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. someone knew what right. I was doing here. Yeah. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Boss, is, are other people going to get involved? No, they're not, right? They, they think that there isn't room for all no, of us in they? this market. It's a saturated market. Isn't exactly. It? Yeah, no. So. Big Phil Spencer, cool dad, I'm going to wear an indie game t-shirt and Under a blazer. A Big Phil yeah. the Hank Scorpio of uh, <laughs> games development. He, yeah. was, he was asked on Twitter um, by Havoc the Goat, of course. Uh, is Battle Royale games a hot topic for any of Microsoft's first party developers? And Phil said, millions are playing Battle Royale games right now. I don't want to just build one because others have built them. Battlegrounds and Fortnite are huge and new Battle Royale variants being built by some some very quality devs. I'd rather support unless we find something special in first party. That's that's a fucking weird Phil, sort it out, man. Well, basically, (laughs) he's saying they're not making it because even uh, there was a story today about State of Decay 2 devs saying like, yeah, it's it's a saturated market so that's why we're, we're not going into it. But then, you see, like, Radical Heights. God and... Yeah. We were saying that maybe that is the thing that would make a dent in in the numbers for Fortnite and, and yeah. PUBG. Like, maybe something like COD doing it would maybe draw players away. But yeah, of course Microsoft aren't going to make one. Because they've got, they've got PUBG. Yeah. And also they get to have Fortnite Battle Royale. So, like, yeah. it, for them, why bother? Yeah, it's Miley Cyrus situation. Best although, of all, best of all worlds. Although Halo and Gears of War could lend themselves quite nicely to a battle royale mode, couldn't they? I can see so, it being like a, a mode. Yeah, but it wouldn't obviously be the whole thing, right? Mm, no. no. Although, do you know what would be cool, right? What's I have an that? idea for a battle royale Go on. game here, right? Just a load of gangsters, criminals. Oh yeah. Any particular uh, country? Uh, mm, Asia. No, hold on. Let me kind of narrow it down. Kind of like maybe. Um, Japan, yeah, perhaps. 
like yeah. within the criminal underworld. Well, that Battle Royale movie was in Japan. That's your that spot on. Takeshi Kitano in it. And yeah. He was also in Yakuza 6. Oh. So you could, there's a Yakuza link there. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> perhaps. There's an actual Yakuza the, link. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, yeah. I, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> but also, if you take a left turn, because we're not talking about a Yakuza Battle Royale game, we're talking about old Yakuza games, specifically 3, 4, and 5. But I would buy a Yakuza Battle Royale game, probably. That'd be pretty I cool. Or well, you yeah. two would buy any old Yakuza <laughs> shit, though. <laughs> we probably would. So, Daisuke Sato, producer. Yakuza branded yogurt, sign mm. me up. Oh, would be gotcha. amazing, yeah. Amazing, yeah. Like, well, what uh, flavour would you say? Ki- Kiryu Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> Kazuma Kiwi. <laughs> Majima Mango. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all over that. Oh. Should we oh, end the business on this? Goro Mango <laughs> and Kazuma Kiwi. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> bits or no bits? Ooh. I'd say. I, I kind of think because they're no nonsense, no bits, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like, think they'd have bits. Bits? Mm, why? why? Hard nose stuff. Because, yeah, and bits is like the higher quality yogurt when they can afford to put the yeah. whole fruit in, right? Then people prefer the no bits. So do you, do you appeal to the mass nah, markers? Like, Surely, like, Majima would have bits. He's mm. a chunky guy. Like, he's a bit crunchy. He's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a weirdo. He's crazy. He doesn't have smooth orange juice. Let's think about the oh, old shit. games. Uh, Yakuza 3, 4, and 5, and how they may appear on PlayStation 4. Daisuke Sato, he uh, was interviewed by PlayStation Access, and he was asked if they will be making an appearance on current on the current generation, and he said, quote, if we get a lot of requests to make them, we may consider it. And with the ever-growing popularity of Yakuza, you would think it's silly that they mm. wouldn't. It's mm. had a kind of flowering in, in the West, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves it. There's memes, there's yogurts. There's me- yeah, exactly, they're making yogurts now. So, why not bring the games out as well? If, if you're going to remake one and two... Mm-hmm. Why would why, you, why would you stop at one and two? I yeah. suppose because they're on PS3 and they still look all right, I guess. Whereas the PlayStation 2 ones did need an update. But as Alice said, like the West has latched onto it. Give them a chance to, to buy it again when maybe they wouldn't have, yeah, whatever it is, 10 or so years ago. True, but a remake's a big undertaking. Although, to be fair, they've got Camaro well, Show kind of locked in, haven't they? They can just <laughs> well, well, <laughs> tweak you, that a bit. And... Would, you, would you prefer a Yakuza Kiwami 3 or... I suppose you would prefer a Yakuza Kiwami 3, but would you be happy with a Yakuza 3 remastered rather, like, rather than a proper remake? Uh, well, I've bought them all now. so That's true. Do you know what I mean? I'm kind of not that fussed. So I, I think a Kiwami, because that is a remake and they, they, they actually add new mm-hmm. stuff to it. So yeah, a remaster I feel like would be a slight cop-out, although it would, like you say, reach that audience. Yeah. That, no, no, the, the thing know. is, they could also release it on like multiple platforms like why why pigeonhole yourself to bring it to well, it's safe, PlayStation eh? 4 well, that's true yeah like, why not bring it to something like the Xbox or maybe even the Switch like 17 million people have <laughs> uh, bought the Switch that's true that's since a big you know, install base that's a lot of people yeah Yakuza are on the move so why not including Callum herself mm, uh, 17, 17.79 million actually in fact and yeah that's I actually closer to 18 if we were rounding up, we should have really gone with that, shouldn't well, you we? You can't round up for sales figures. That's yeah, why not? Because <laughs> that's or, a lie. You say, you say almost 18 million. That's a yeah. million better. 
But who cares? <laughs> Who's counting, eh? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I also have um, acquired a Switch recently because of my nice. birthday. Nice. What uh, are you going to use it for? What are you going to play on it? Like um, Nintendo exclusives oh, yeah. and nothing else oh. in all likelihood. Which uh, one did you get? Did you get the standard grey? Standard, standard, standard grey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm really not, don't I'm like a, the neon. I'm not a madman. Huh? No, I'm not a madman. Okay. I'm not going to be getting the blue no. and red thing. It's not going to look... I kind of like look nice look, against everything else. It's like how grown-ups had special editions of Harry Potter that looked like right, yeah, grown-up yeah. books. But I like <laughs> I have um, a grown-up <laughs> tablet. Yes, yeah, I'm an adult. Device. I'm not a child reading this. Um, no, I like the Mario one with the red Joy Cons. I think that I think that's nice. nicer than yeah, the blue and but pink. But I don't like yeah. the blue and the blue and pinky red. Yeah, I agree there a little Keep bit. Keep one colour is is fine, that's, but that's, two colours is key. madness. Yeah, uh, it's like wearing old socks in. Effectively, yeah, the, the first year of its release, almost 18 million, excuse me, uh, was the SNES Classic, which was out last September, has sold 5.28, which I think is staggering. You you being one of them, Rich. I bought one, yeah, yeah, and I played it for about an hour and then <laughs> put it back in the box. And you just but, went through every different game and went, oh, remember that, remember that, remember I went that. through them all. Oh, it's not as good as I remember, is it? Oh, no. Well, not that. They're as good as I remember. I'm not as good at them as I remember being. Mm. Like, I finished that Contra 3 back in the day. Did you know? And I couldn't, I couldn't get past the first level. I, I'm not, I don't know how I did it. I was a better gamer when I was a kid. Fake gamer, fake gamer boy. Oh, well, I am now, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> On top of those sales figures for consoles, it's also sold 68.97 games in the same period. Software units. Astonishing. As well as that, uh, Nintendo president Tatsumi Kimishima has stepped down. He took the place from the late uh, Satoru Iwata and has only, well, he was only there for about two years. And uh, he wasn't as front-facing as Iwata. Like, he was very much, like, in in the consciousness of of everyone, really. And uh, this Kimishima has been replaced by Shuntaro Furukawa, who has been with Nintendo since 1994 and is a, bit, a whippersnapper. He's only 46. Yeah. So he could be, he could be around for young boy. Do you know what I learned the other day? Nintendo predates Dracula. With the cards? Mm. Mm. So you could write really? a story where Dracula goes to Japan and buys <laughs> some cards <laughs> yeah. from Nintendo. Wow. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> now, as well as that, they're not the only successful boys in the yard bringing mm. milkshakes or something. Uh, because Sony... In the last year, well, they've been like, almost 18, is it? Mm. Well, we've fucking shifted 19. How yeah. about that? 19 million, in fact, not mm. just 19 PS4s. 79 million in total now, I think. It. I do wonder, like with the Xbox, mm. like since, about was it about a year after launch? Uh, that, or maybe a year and a half? That they mentioned that there was like 10 million Xboxes, yeah. Xbox One sold. They've not really shared that figures. And ever that since often. then, yeah. they were just like, I'm sure they even made it known that they were like, we're not going to be telling you figures ever yeah. again. <laughs> just so you know. And everyone's clear on that. Don't come. Do you feel like a little sulking? No, we're not telling you. <laughs> I just. <sighs> we're doing all right. Just leave it at that. I just want. I mean, well, I was going to say, I wonder why. But yeah, that's the reason why. Mm. Because. But I just morbid curiosity. I'm like. How many Xbox ones have been sold? Is this is that figure split for PlayStation? Does it say how many are pros and how many are regulars? Because I'd be interested in that. It doesn't actually, but I'd be interested to know that. Yeah, how many are pro consoles? Because I bought a pro relatively recently, uh, 
as an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how many of those are upgrades or new pros. Yeah. I guess how, they, they can't know that, can they? Who's upgraded? I know, I suppose they can. Well, they would know Yeah, they can't know how many have upgraded. Mm. Like of that, what did you say it was? Like 79 odd million. Like yeah. we don't know how many of them are unique purchasers or mm. yeah, people who have upgraded. Yeah. They're just consoles outright. Still pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. Pretty yeah, amazing. Definitely impressive. You know, you look at Nintendo, you look at Sony, you're like, Psh, forget you, boys and girls. <laughs> Sega are back. <laughs> Sega are back. Never Be- went away. Because yeah. apparently g- not. a Game Gear game has been sold in the last month. <laughs> are they still making Game Gear no. games? No. So, so, how, what, is so, there one like left over on the shelf from the 90s? It seems so, that, that, yeah. That's what people are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was like game game your games are obviously bought sort of secondhand all the time. This yeah. was like an actual new off the shelf shrink wrapped, presumably mint condition. Yeah. Like, well, not mint, it's like mm. from the eight, but like a bit dusty. Yeah, <laughs> but like new retail new wow. coffee. So uh, NPD analyst Matt Piscatella said someone in the US market bought a brand brand new copy of Sonic Two for the Game Gear at retail in March 2018. I want to know who this person is, where they bought it, and how that all happened. Like, was it just buried in some back room for the last 20 years? Did it get lost underneath some retail fixture? Was it a 20-something-year-old pre-order? What was the reaction when that person who bought it saw it? So many questions I have. And whilst we don't have answers to those Mm. questions, people people are thinking that because Toys R Us are going uh, out out of business, that's one theory that has brought up. Toys R Us are going out of business, so like you know, it's just like liquidation sale, take whatever, and then someone has just found this game. Yeah, it fell behind a shelf. I'd have probably bought it if I saw it. I think I'd 100%. be like, hundred percent. I'd be like, oh, I love that game. <laughs> I had it for my master system. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic Two came out in nineteen ninety two. Did you play the Game Gear? I played version? the master system version, which is pretty that much the, the same, same wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fucking hard. Really Balls hard. Balls hard. Yeah. But I, I, finished I was it. like you, I played the Master System one. Yeah, I remember finishing, I'm sure I finished it. Yeah. It was one with like the hang gliders and... Yeah. My, uh, my, my neighbours had a Game Gear yeah. and it was just the most bulkiest, awkward <laughs> thing and it would just eat batteries but as you well. you could watch telly on it. You could buy the TV tuner, oh slot that God. in the cartridge slot, and if I, you had a I signal, never did. Did you? You had to extend. years. It. I did. I watched it in um, in the car once as a as a kid. Uh, I think I watched. I think I was watching the young ones on there. What age were you rich? <laughs> well, obviously there were reruns, but I was probably about inappropriate nine or 10. inappropriate. Different times, know, Rich. Yeah. Simpler, Simpler times. times. You know, we think to the future now and <laughs> everything is possible. Yeah. Really. I mean, we might, e- might even get a new game from CD Projekt Red. <laughs> Who knows? We yeah. are. We're, we're meant to be. <laughs> but we might be able to see it at E3 in June because CD Projekt Red has said that they will be at the show but haven't confirmed if they're bringing Cyberpunk 2077. Well, it's is that an correct? RPG. That's all. That They've said they're bringing an RPG. The, yeah. They're in the exhibitors listing on the official like E3. Is there any chance? List. Any and chance that it's The Witcher an 4? RPG. Any chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> Almost definitely unless, not. Unless it's like, so we were talking about like technically like Gwent. Gwent the has like a plot. Game. But yeah. it's not an RPG. It's not, is it? That would be a cop out. Imagine if that's it. They're like, no, it's just Gwent. Gwent, uh, we're, we're classifying it as an RPG because it's got a story bit, a single player story mode with <laughs> RPG elements, which is true. So uh, yeah, it could be Gwent. When did Gwent go into into beta? How uh, long ago was that? Was it like a year ago or a year and a half? Like longer. Actually, it might have been when I was lost at E3. So 
yeah, it's probably like two years ago now. Yeah, it just feels like Gwent should be out by now. Yeah, it does. If yeah, if Gwent's the game mm. and not Cyberpunk, it's gonna be very disappointing. Especially as they had that uh, Twitter beep thing, like we're back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, if I was running the social media, I would have just done something for shits and gigs to see everyone reacting. Mm. Imagine having the power to be able to make hundreds of people have to write a news article with one word. True. Yeah. 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 It, it, and with power comes great responsibility because, Indeed. like those writers, you know, many of them get paid by the article. Um, they could be they could be freelance writers. They could be obviously employed by uh, places as well. But you know, authors of uh, novelists, uh, like novelists, like yeah. all these people. It's, it's a tough, tough game we're in, especially if you have to wield a torch yeah. to shine in the faces <laughs> of your enemies first. Yes, before you shoot them. This sounds familiar. This this very t- well it's yeah. it's kind of like Alan Wake, isn't it? Oh yeah, look at this. I'm disgusted with <laughs> the readers the, the listeners can't see readers. The listeners can't see, but Calvin Hell looks so pleased with himself then. <laughs> As well I mean I be. I felt like I was losing it at one point, but I got it back around. <laughs> yeah, got it back yeah, around. Yeah. So Remedy Entertainment are going to be at E three and they will be showing off their game Project Seven. They made Alan Wake. They did make Alan <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Uh, they did. Yeah, they did make Alan Wake. You're both fired. Don't even have any power to fire, Rich. For you your can fight. fire me. Uh, so, yeah, so they, well, what they said is they will be showing off a game mm. and will also be revealing Project 7's name. Yeah, because they're, they're working on, they're working on two, two games currently. Yeah. Now, I was thinking, right, obviously, everyone wants one of them to be Alan Wake, because the first Alan Wake is outstanding. Yeah. And it's been a very long time now. And they've prototyped it in all sorts. They've been through loads of shit with that. In Quantum, whatever it's called, what was the... Quantum Break? No. Was it Quantum Break? Yeah. What was the TV show? Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah. Quantum Leap. Oh, right. Yeah, no, no, but in in Quantum Break... Yeah. There were so many references to Alan Wake. Yeah, loads. There was, remember you walked into a classroom, there was Alan Wake Stuff on a on board. The yeah, there were standees. Uh, was the TV show? Oh, was there a TV, uh, uh, what was the Alan Wake Night, TV? Bright Night Falls? Spring. Night Springs. Night Springs. Bright up. Falls was the place. Yeah. Yeah, that popped up. Mm-hmm. Like, all these references. Surely, like, that is going, similar to Beep, we I, are coming to E3. I suspect that, Project I 7 might not be Alan Wake 2, but the second game in development could be. But how about an Alan Wake Kawami? <laughs> an Alan Wake remake? Like, do ah, you, do you think that that could be a possibility? Because Alan Wake never came to PlayStation consoles. I, I don't think it would be. I'd be very surprised if it was. If it was Alan Wake Kawami. But what about if it was to gauge... I'd be really surprised if it was yeah. Alan Wake <laughs> Kawami. <crossed> with what, what, <laughs> Yakuza. What, what, exactly. what if it was a... Uh, like using this Alan Wake remake or remaster to gauge interest properly in Alan Wake 2. I think that could be a possibility. I don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it because it's still still a Microsoft property, isn't it? Is it owned? I mean, I might be completely talking... published by Microsoft Studios, so I don't think Alan Wake will ever go multi-platform. I don't think. I can't think of an example where a Microsoft Studios game has gone multi-platform... Unless you count Dead Rising 4, which, strictly speaking, I suppose yeah. was Microsoft Studios. I don't know. Nah, I, I think it's unlikely. What do, you, what do you reckon, Alice? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I it could. I agree with you that I don't think Project 7 will be. Yeah. But I think the other one, it's anyone's guess, I think it's as likely to be Alan Wake as not. If I were a betting man, I would say it's a new IP, because it's multi-platform. I imagine they'd want to start afresh. 
with something new mm. across all platforms. I reckon. to what we've been playing this week and Alice Bell my god yes you have been playing a game so new it's not even out yet <gasps> how mm. have you done this Shadow of the Tomb Raider well see our job sometimes is that we get to preview stuff mm-hmm. what so I did that oh wow, wow. so like yeah. was it a, a lengthy like say three, four, five, five, six, minutes. seven hours. <laughs> it was how long? Sorry, forty-five minutes. What? Uh, so give me a review, please. <laughs> how many out of tens? On three quarters of an hour. It is uh, seven Laras getting impaled on Iron Girders wow. out of ten. That's a lot um, of Laras getting impaled on Iron Girders. Well, mm. um, yeah, forty-five minutes. Uh, still very much. What's like? Literally, I tried to open the menu and the map screen, and it said "work in progress." Like, oh wow. Uh, so still very much a work that is in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to tell you what it's like, which I do, I would say, you know, the other two <laughs> Tomb Raider games. I do, yeah. I played them. I really enjoyed them, actually. Yeah, it's like that. Second one was better than the first. Second one was better. Opinion. Second one was better. Mm-hmm. I'll be, I think in everyone's opinion, you're really? in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Well, it should yeah, be, yeah. anyway. It should be, yeah. If that's not your opinion, change uh, it now. So stunningly like those two. I mean, it's 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 like those two, but like obviously like, with every year that passes, we get better at making games. So it of looks course. very lovely. The lighting is really good. You could like more tombs. Please say more tombs. Well, I'm assuming so. Yeah, <laughs> I I did say it was, it was funny. Someone asked like, yeah. are there tombs in it? And I was like, tombs is kind of the one thing that's <laughs> kind of hard to confirm because I went to some ruins and they were underground and there were dead people, but there was no one entombed. Mm. So I can't actually confirm that there are tombs. Yeah, in. But the definition of a tomb in Tomb Raider is kind of a fuzzy thing. Isn't it, it? Yeah, it is. Right? It's hard to pin down. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like there's, there's, we did a, a preview of it on videogamer.com and there's a video as well where it's just like, it does it do all the things the other Tomb Raiders did? Yes, it does. So <laughs> again, I, like, all right, I, I appreciate three quarters of an hour difficult yeah. to, to come up with, uh, I feel like an opinion dickhead, on that. But it's like, it's, it's got the same kind of rope puzzles. It's got, you know, when I know you were keen to know, mm-hmm. you can do that thing where you fire your bow and arrow at. Uh, a door mm-hmm. and then you use that to pull you can do that fucking love that love that bit <laughs> big fan of that uh, the climbing's very similar um, the you know the repel there's repelling you can repel down a fall sometimes you know you have to do platforming and jump and stuff and there's puzzling <laughs> crafting and what there is cra- well I found crafting parts but I didn't do any crafting Ooh. what because okay. of the work in progress thing right, what yeah. was the biggest difference I guess the biggest difference is like it seems to be there's sort of characterization for her that's changed because this is their whole thing is like this is you know her becoming the Tomb Raider and what does it mean to be the Tomb Raider and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So she seems to be having a realization that maybe it's not cool to just turn up in other cultures and break into <laughs> their desecrate everything. Yeah, and like <laughs> d- explode ancient temples and steal shit because you think yeah. it's for the good of what like. She's sort of like, oh no, maybe there are bad consequences to me just doing whatever I like, um, and that seems to be the main. <laughs> That's her character of, growth. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of interesting in itself. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of it, it's very like there was a set piece where Lara was rushing along in a torrent of water, and if I didn't move her out of the way in time, she would get impaled. There's uh, a segment where like you're kind of crawling through a space that seems too small, and it's like, oh, is she gonna get out in time? And she There's, did. Yeah. <laughs> she might not have back in the nineties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might have got stuck. Mm. There's a bit where she's like crawling along a tunnel and she's only got her torch. There's only one mm. light source. And then you come out into a big cavern and you're like, oh my God. Like 
It does look really nice. The bit we played was not from the start of the game, and it starts off in a Peruvian uh, village at um, uh, uh, Dia de los Muertos, which is uh, the they're the dead and mm-hmm. so there's a lot of candles and a lot of flower petals and stuff everywhere and you're like wow this does look really neat like this looks really cool it's lovely so it does look really nice uh but the, yeah the setting is like so it's set in south america i believe most of it will take place in the amazon jungle mm-hmm. um and you can see from the trailer and stuff that they are being more like tomb- so like she'll get attacked by leopards and stuff which is very tomb raidery mm-hmm. like classic tomb raider yeah um so they obviously want to make that link um and uh, the MacGuffin is uh, basically the end of the world. So Lara steals a knife, um, but she's not supposed to have taken the knife without having also this other object. But because she took the knife, it triggers the apocalypse. And so the bad guy in it is like, oh, now I'm going to have to go figure out the puzzle in time to find the other thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Is that where her realisation that her messing with shit she shouldn't yes. be messing with yeah. kicks in? Oh wait, I've just well, started no, not the immediately actually. She's <laughs> right. like, Oh my god, I have to go and like yeah. find you know, only I can save the day and Jonah's like, Lara, this whole village has been destroyed by a tidal wave because like you know, and she's like, But it's my fault only and he's like, Not everything's about you. We can help these people here now. It's quite good because he's like he's basically yelling at her for being entitled and self centered. I think John is one of the luckiest characters in video game history to have been in all three Tomb Raiders. Mm. Because all, all the Tomb Raider uh, secondary characters mm. in the new trilogy have just been so forgettable. Yeah. Oh, I quite like Joan. I think Joan has come so, into his own. He's a fucking nothing character. As they I all get the sense, I get the sense you won't make it through the new game. He'd probably die. From what? I don't know. I just get the sense he won't. Okay. She becomes a Tomb Raider. She's going to be all independent and have no mates. Right. <laughs> so he's got to go. Strong, independent exactly. Raider who don't he's, need yeah, no man. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to mm. go. Yeah. Although I am glad they did get rid of the prick with the escape t-shirts. What an asshole. The worst character in all of video games. <laughs> who was he again? Just a loser. Yeah, I don't remember him at all. He was the guy who died in the boat. He drowned. Yeah, he's like, Lara, I'll do this thing. You have yeah. to go, Lara. And she's like, no. <laughs> she was like, she just didn't, she wasn't that fond of him. Right. And he Because he was a prick. I think, yeah. yeah, I yeah. And then he, he was, was like, I'm making a noble sacrifice. <laughs> she's like, ah. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't that. too fond of him. But do you know yeah. it's It's important. And I think so, like, I, I, you say more and more Tomb Raider, which I don't necessarily think is no, it's not a, bad a bad thing because thing. I thought Rise of the Tomb Raider, especially, yeah. was like excellent. Like, and of course, a really it, it great was game. only 45 minutes, and there's other, maybe they wanted to say, like, you know, be, they didn't want to show anything yeah. too radical, different if there is anything. So, this is the thing with previews, you always have to say, like, so I don't know what the full game is going to be like. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, but it just it, it seems very much like. Another Tomb Raider game, which is great if you like Tomb Raider. And like I said in the preview, like that's how I choose what bands to listen to. Because mm. <laughs> if I like one song mm-hmm. by this punk band that does three-minute songs, I'll probably like all the others because yeah. they all sound the same. But as you say, like with Lara, there seems to be a bit of character growth there. And it's important with uh, kind of already established Are characters. Are we doing it for the, the games we've played We've well always now. done this. <laughs> it's important with like already established characters that have mm. been around for mm. quite a while. Yeah. Like Clara's been around for what twenty odd years now at this stage. Ninety six was the first That's one, was it? It's a long time. No Kratos, not around for as long, but still. Still a, a, a venerable old yeah. computer game person. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh so I have finished God of War. Now if you want to and if you have finished God of War, you can listen 
on this very podcast feed. You can listen to myself and Alice chat about the ending and our theories and where we think the series will be headed and all that stuff by listening to the God of War spoiler cast or watching the latest live stream that we did on Monday morning, which is basically just the video version of that. So we're playing it while we're discussing it. So yeah, for all thoughts, go there. But unspoilery thoughts on God of War after finishing it. It's good, isn't it? It's fucking very good. Mm. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I did say this in the spoiler cast and I can repeat it because it is unspoilery. I think the child is a revelation. Mm. I think that little boy is like so good. So such a confident performance in mm. how he portrays uh, like a, a teenage mentality to like yeah. quite a frail, innocent boy to like everything in between. Goes on a journey, doesn't he? He really does. He goes mm. on a journey. My favourite thing about Callum's uh, experience when he's talking about God of War is that he calls Atreus child. <laughs> yeah, because do you know the way, do you know the way Kratos like during the game he goes child. Boy. So yeah, yeah. Why are you talking about boy? No, he's a child. <laughs> child, all right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and obviously I spoke about this last couple of weeks as well. How like it, it plays wonderfully, uh, and it, it's constantly by adding new things to your arsenal, it makes the combat different and also. Uh, makes the puzzling different as well by giving you different tools. Kind of metro, the Metroidvania yeah. aspects were kind of cool. Like there's lo- there's loads of stuff even that I haven't yeah. really properly delved into. Like mm. a lot of the the side quests for Sindri and Brock, entire, your, your dwarven buddies, entire regions that you need never visit mm. if just to play the story. That's that to me is the mark of a good game because you want to explore and poke around and see other stuff. Yeah, outside the story. So yeah, I also like how Atreus is like, oh, "Can we help them? Can we go explore and stuff?" And Kratos is like, "No." <laughs> and then no. if you start doing it, Atreus will be like, "I thought you said we weren't going to do this." And Kratos will go like, "We're doing it to get the experience and to get goods for our journey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not because you want to." <laughs> it's just great. I think it's a great little relationship between the two mm. of them and. Each, like, do you know, actually, we were talking about Tomb Raider and secondary characters being muck. Mm. In God of War, I think, for the most part, they're very, very good. Yeah. Like, Mimir, um, obviously Brock and Sindri as well. The bad guy. The bad guy. Again, it's a very story-driven game, so I don't want to, like, say a name and then kind of explain who they are. But it's really good. I'd highly recommend it. Play God of War. If you haven't played it, buy it and play it right this second. (laughs) And if you don't have... A PlayStation. Buy I'm one. Very sorry to hear that. <laughs> and mm. We won't make any jokes about not being able to play it on Xbox because then we'll have to apologise. Yeah, mm. and that would be a shame. Yeah. So we will remain silent on that topic. It'll be a thin silence, but a silence nonetheless. Is that where you go? Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Bell, you have played a game called The Thin Silence. <laughs> yeah. On uh, the personal computer or Macintosh. Then yes. you played it on the Macintosh. I did play on the Macintosh. At home. The Apple Macintosh. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do do kind of enlighten me. I I I know this is a game. Does it delve into mental health or depression? No, explicitly. So I did do an article where I interviewed some uh, makers of games that explicitly do where the game is about you know the experience of having depression. For example, like a game called Please Knock My Door. I referenced the Thin Silence because the trailer. Uh, I think it was one of the more recent trailers had one of the creators talking about. Um, the how like his own experience with uh, struggling with his mental health and sort of how the game is kind of related to that, mm-hmm. um, but that's not the explicit narrative of it. So it's sort of like how I guess maybe Celeste was a little bit about kind of anxiety and yeah, and th- but it, that 
sort of disguised as something else, maybe. Uh, so the Thin Silence is a platformer. It's uh, pixely, which I know you're a fan of. Love, love me some pixel art. Uh, Don't get enough of that these days. <laughs> True. And it's sort of, uh, you play this character who uh, you fall down kind of like a mineshaft, I think. And you gradually like make your way back up to the surface and explore this, this world. And it turns out you're sort of, were previously like a war hero, like a hero uh, in this sort of totalitarian kind of state. And uh, it seems like maybe you were responsible for a really terrible war starting and loads of people dying and things. And sort of he's sort of dealing with that kind of flashbacks. And then there's also um, uh, stuff to do with his family and like his stepfather and stuff. And the the world that you're traveling through now is that there are a lot of refugees and people just kind of down on their luck and you need like special papers to travel different places and stuff. So um, it's quite interesting. I haven't finished it yet, but I wanted to keep playing. And um, there's also a really like, the really fun mechanic in it. So you can't really jump. You can't jump. But you, so, it's, so it's not a platformer. But And yet it is. Cause mm. Is it like Bionic... What's it called? Commando. Bionic Commando. Like where you have like a grapple hook or something. <laughs> a little bit. So you, you do you find... Like, so the first thing you find is a boot. Mm. And because you find the boot, you can then use the boot to kick stuff out of your way. Okay. And then you can... So you can like... Because uh, you can't jump. If there's a rock in front of you, for example, and then a ditch, you can kick the rock and then it will fall in the ditch. Then you can walk over the rock and the ditch. Uh, Uh, And then as you go, you collect more things. So you get like a hook and a rope and then you make like a a kind of grapple that you can pull things with. Um, You get like, um, I think like a a clothes hanger. So then you can make like a zip line. So you use the different things you find to combine to then make different stuff. And there's loads that you can combine things in. Uh, you can use them more than once. So you can use the hook to make um, the grapple. Or you can use the rope with the hook twice so that you then get like uh, makeshift like uh, tightrope so you can walk across gaps. Ah. Um, and so there's loads of different combinations you can use. I used a match with a battery to make a glow stick. I don't know what the glow stick's for. It might just be to have a glow stick. Who knows? Um, so you can rave. Yeah, 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 and the, yeah, <laughs> and so and so you start off in a mine, then you go to like the surface, and then you go to like an abandoned military facility and stuff. So it's very gradual revealing of the narrative, and there are little extras to find and stuff. How how does it deal with the narrative? Is it done well? That of of what you played From so what far. What I played so far, I think, it is revealed quite well, and it's one of those ones where it doesn't fill in everything for you, so you have to infer and stuff as well, which I always like because then you're sort of uh, you, you know. You're participating in making the story as a player. But I, I really, I, I think more than that, I'm enjoying the kind of, um, the, the gameplay. Like it's really, really engaging and, and it's platforming with this nice kind of puzzle solving element mm. to it more than just like jumping and timing at the right time. So I'm very much enjoying it and I will be reviewing it hopefully later this week. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario! Would you kindly? Let's go bowling! This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Yay! Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Alice Bell, and you, Rich Walker, must give me the correct answer. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, right, is yeah. just say yeah. stop, okay. and then give me said answer. Okay. Clue number one. 
<clears throat> My first appearance in a video game came in 2006. 26. Two. The year 26. Zero, zero, mm-hmm. six. Okay. That's the one. AD. Yep. Yeah, AD. I know. Okay. Anno Domini. Domina. Domin Dominus. <laughs> Anno Domina. Clue 2. A PlayStation 2 exclusive. My third-person shooter game released to mixed reviews according to review aggregate website Metacritic. Hmm. Meta. PlayStation Critic. Third-person shooter. Those are the words I said. Correct. Ooh. Oh, God. Clue number three. My game was a family affair of sorts with my daughter making an appearance. My game was a family Stop. affair. Rich Walker. No, this is wrong, but I was going to say Splinter Cell. Uh, so Sam Fisher. <laughs> Sam Fisher. No, it's not, is it? Incorrect. Yeah, no. Damn. Clue number four. While I'm proficient with the gun, I'm also partial to a bit of interrogation as well. Still sounds like Sam Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> interrogation. Gun. Okay. <laughs> oh, stop. Clue is it Rich Jack Walker. Bauer? From the 24 video game. Can you, can you repeat that what? again, please? Huh? Can you repeat that Jack again? Jack Bauer from the 24 video game. Is and it? this week's winner. <laughs> yes. Well, that's is not Rich. Are you a fucking Walker. nerd? Like Rich would know that even existed. No. Ah, it's come on. We have it in the office. Everyone knows 24 of the game. Uh, to go through the clues. Well done. I'm very proud. I, I, I didn't think you'd no. get it because the fifth clue kind of gives it away. Uh, to go through the clues. Uh, clue number one, my first appearance in a video game came in 2006. Obviously, 24 of the game. <laughs> of course. Clue number two, a PlayStation 2 exclusive, my third-person shooter game, released in mixed reviews according to the review website Metacritic. Mm. Uh, clue number three, my game is a family fair of sorts with my daughter making an appearance. Of course, his daughter being Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Uh, more <laughs> locally known as Kim. Clue number four, while I'm proficient with the gun, I'm also partial to a bit of interrogation as well. And the, the interrogation in that game, well, it was quite cool. I was thinking that. That's what, that's what I remember. Uh, and clue number five shame that my game didn't have the same impact as my TV show which came first and it uh, and it even featured all of the original actors from the hit Fox program as well yeah a dying <laughs> a dying shit oh I'm out of time <laughs> brilliant I wouldn't have got that I never watched 24 <clears throat> I didn't either I watched the first series and then I didn't watch anymore but we have a copy of that game in the office downstairs uh, I'll show you see. later you okay. can read through the manual if you like I'm good <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be fun how exciting yeah, absolutely I watched 24 right until the end did you? yeah was it worth it? <sighs> I mean it was worth it more than last did, did they you... ever show him like go in the toilet? oh god no they didn't I just assume he wet himself <laughs> Also, Jordan, that's what the brakes are for. He always uh. pisses during the brakes. Oh, I see. Okay. That's what he even says. Why is, he, is that a thing people say a lot? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realise yeah, it. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but it's, it, it, I mean, I get it. Like 24 mm. was, uh, it, it was out in an era where that was all right. Yeah. Whereas if 24 came out now, <laughs> it's, you know, in the era of HBO hard hitting 10 episode season, like, <laughs> give, me, <laughs> give me a moment. Hey, listener, listen up, all right? Do you have a question for us? Then fucking send them in, and then we'll answer them. Or if you want to make a comment about something, you can easily do it as well. Just send them into the show, and we'll read them out. Okay? That's quite I think angry. That's it. I think that's it. Was Is that, that the one? one? That's, that's the one. one. Yeah. That, was a, that was quite 24-esque. <laughs> well, I'm channeling uh, Jack Bauer. Well, was it? Answer me. <laughs> answer uh, me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, if you would like your opinion heard on the Video Gamer Podcast, you can email us at any stage during the week, podcast at videogamer.com, or every Tuesday we send a call out for questions, comments, opinions, queries, all those other things, mm-hmm. on twitter.com via our uh, account, videogamer.com. And yeah, you can just reply to that tweet and we'll read them out on the show. So Gabby asks, something I've thought about for the last couple of months since the release of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite has been what it would take for Capcom to stop working with Disney. At what point does a company look at the money being offered and weigh it against past experience and past actions of another company? Just directly involving Capcom, MVC3 had issues with DLC and eventually got pulled from sale. Even outside that, Deadpool had been pulled. Uh, Disney had driven multiple developers into the ground and generally had been not great in the game space and Capcom still went into a deal with them for MVCI. What does it take for them to finally say no? Do you think that this is the last collaboration between the two? For the money to not be good, I guess. That's Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Because it doesn't matter if if people think your game is terrible if you've still got a lot of money. I mean, it does in that if people say it for long enough, then the money will start to... That's true. ...start to, to dwindle. But... But, like, it's like, the, but like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite being maybe less good didn't impact on, for example, Monster Hunter. Yeah. So... Yeah. I think they're probably... I don't know. Also, it's not, like, a new thing. Like, Capcom and Disney have been in partnership together for a very long time. If you look at the DuckTales games, the... Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back to the 90s... Yeah. What are the ones? There was Ch- the Chippendale game. Mm. They, I think they've worked together for a long time. They're going to have another crack at Marvel vs. Capcom, aren't they? They're going to bring out a fourth, a proper four. Because, they're, because it's, a game, four. it's a game that has like Captain America on the front, right? Exactly, yeah. So even even if nothing else, you'll get confused grandparents going, <laughs> Timmy likes He the likes Avengers. the Marvel films, I'll buy him mm. this. But um, not just that, but Disney are currently hammering out an agreement with Fox, aren't they, for... X Men and Fantastic Four and all that, mm. so they Imagine could bring back all the even characters. more characters in mm. an Avengers film. Yeah, I can't 40. wait. Brilliant! Oh, amazing! A forty-person lineup <clears throat> at Comic Con. Yeah, in a five-hour film. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. Oh, Danny asks, uh, hi again guys and gals, couple of questions, firstly does complimenting the show increase my chances of having an email read out? It seems yes If so, then you're doing a top job, well done. Thank you uh, Anyway, my main question for the team is which video game characters will be the best and worst first date to go out with? For me, I'd say that Ezio of Assassin's Creed fame would be the best Smooth Italian man, probably knows all the best Italian pizzerias and restaurants and isn't short of a few bob too Worst would probably be Link, the conversation would be rubbish he'd spend the entire evening thinking about another woman and at the end of it he'd probably smash up the restaurant looking for rupees <laughs> cheers as always keep up the good work Danny thanks Danny Danny's provided better answers than we'll be able to think of yeah I think he has um, silent protagonists in general would be terrible wouldn't they like Freeman yeah. as well yeah and Corvo doesn't... did Corvo talk in the end he did he in did, the end yeah. did he mm. right but yeah silent protagonists they'd just sit there yeah, obviously yeah. that would be and a lot of them nothing. would probably have yeah. like a lot of trauma you know like yeah, like even the, the Far Cry 5 protagonist, Silent. Mm-hmm. They, and you talk about trauma, they've been through the ringer this year, so that would be quite tough. Do you know when you'd want to just talk about like, <laughs> oh, did you see see the, the pointless last night? No. Yeah, it was great, wasn't <laughs> it? And they're just like saying fuck all, and you know there's just dead look yeah. in their eyes. Yeah. yeah. Like seen none of shit. this is pointless. Yeah. <laughs> it, none yeah. of this is, yeah, all it's this all is pointless. pointless. It's all pointless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, and also probably any of the 
characters that I romance in video games that I think because my type would be bad or good bad like my type appears to be emotionally unavailable fictional psychopathic old gods (laughs) so like Solus would be real bad Mm -hmm. the uh, most recent antagonist yep that I like would be really bad Mm -hmm. Um, like yeah anyone I like anyone I'm attracted to in a video game is bad news (laughs) oh wow uh, have you have you have you so we we discussed yeah signing protagonists may be bad. But have you have you someone who would be a good good to go out on a date? Good with? to go out on a date with. Nathan Drake would probably be quite good. He's quite a charmer. He yeah. is a charmer. I mean, he's a dark. Good, we're good first date as well. Like first date though. Does we're not talking about like long term? Who'd make a good first date impression? Who'd give you a You're good right. time for it one is a date? First date, isn't it, Joe? Yeah. Mm. That's very true. Yeah. So Obviously, I think Nathan Drake is a fair is like, good yeah, answer. Down the line, Nathan Drake's going to present some problems. Mm-hmm. But for one, the first night, he'd show you, he'd, I think he'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kill you. He'd yeah, yeah. Do you know what he, date, he, you know? He's, he's caring and yeah. he, he knows how <laughs> to good time. take his karaoke bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's very true. He's a good singer. He's got a great voice. He does have a fantastic voice. Yeah. 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 Play, play around darts with him. Mm-hmm. And he's very yeah. open to like, you know, well, what do you want to do? What, yeah. what are you feeling? Do you want to go bowling? Do you want to, you know, <laughs> Roman's cousin go bowling with him? Exactly. If someone if someone kicked up a fuss, he'd kick anyone's ass for you. Yeah. You know, no problem. Brilliant. Yeah, there you go. There's your answer. Billy Ray asks, hey guys, love the show. I listen to it every week en route to work and it has, it has inspired me to make a film podcast of my own. My Whoa. question is, what is your favourite video game soundtrack? PS Mine at the moment is probably Life is Strange. Ooh. Streets Rage 2. Billy Ray is an excellent name, by the way. It mm-hmm. is, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know two Billy Rays. Is he this one? Miley's father and Miley's father. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> your your favorite video game soundtrack? I would say what comes to my mind would be both Hotline Miami and Hotline Miami Two soundtrack. Uh, if I'm allowed to bend the rules of mm. the question ever so slightly by picking licensed music, sure. Just outstanding. Vice City. I, if you go in licensed, I mean music Vice. Well, yeah, very yeah. Good, uh, soundtrack. I really like. Um, we're talking this is sort of semi-licensed and semi-not but I really like the Fallout soundtrack because they blend mm-hmm. like the licensed stuff with that kind of cool Fallout mm. stuff you'll agree with my choice Shadow of the Colossus right that's a great soundtrack is it well, I didn't Glorious. really notice the music but, oh, what uh, Skyrim as well everyone loves the oh yeah everyone does love the, yeah, the, tra- yeah. the first trailer everyone mm. was like holy shit I mean the, the Journey soundtrack was probably one of the first video games that I, I don't mm. know it felt mm. like in, an important soundtrack or for, for me that I played yeah. Yeah. Oh, and where, fa- the um, recent Far Cry because we were done about Far Cry 5 the soundtrack in Far Cry is exceptional mm, they like all to... the the a purpose-made yeah. um, hymns and stuff. Yeah, they're now to use. He's incredible. Games. Um, Absolutely. Where the water tastes like wine has a really nice soundtrack, mm-hmm. and you can buy that as well. And it's all original. I is believe. That Sting? I don't. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know game, if he wrote he? any of it, no. but he does do a voice in the game. Also, uh, Watch Dogs Two has uh, licensed music, and one of them is a song by my favorite band. So. Just speaking about Sting for a second. Do you realize he's teamed up with Shaggy? Yeah, I did see that. What it was amazing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you not know this? Sting and Shaggy. <laughs> yeah. What? Clark, hang on, I'll look it up. It's really Please good. Please do. Why is your looking it up? Rich Walker. What's yeah. going on? I what, don't know. Why are Sting and Shaggy... They, they performed together for the Queen's uh, 92nd birthday. They did. And that was fucking weird. I didn't um, see this at all. I believe they've made an album together as well. It's called 44 slash 876. I believe. Do you, we can try and play a song. <laughs> it's how much money you'd pay not to listen to it. 
Uh, do we have a, a preview? Oh, that's an ad. <laughs> Hang on. Right, okay. It just it seems like quite the odd couple. Oh, there's a motorbike. Okay, good. <laughs> it sounds like a helicopter from here. Mm. It's called Don't Make Me Wait, official. It, or is, and they're is making this the us wait video for the song to kick in, mm-hmm. aren't they? <laughs> what is... <laughs> what the fuck is, this is happening? <laughs> is this still the Who's, I can't see, I can't see it, is that... Right, stop it because we'll get, we'll get content <laughs> ideas. I don't like it. Yeah, no, I don't like it either. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys, but yeah. But I, I'm sure Sting and Shaggy tune in every week. What's a what's a strange team up? Right, you'd never put those two together. Well, I, I suppose it's like Shag- Tom Jones like, and Jay Z or something. It's... Sting's always kind of flirted a bit with mm. kind of Has he? collaborations. Yeah, didn't he do some Will I Am thing or something a did while he? back? Yeah, I think he did a long time well, ago. Well, I meant like flirted a bit with kind of like the reggae side a little bit. Well, yeah, but I mean, the police had a kind of a reggae inflection to some of their music, didn't they? Right? Yeah, yeah very, that's what Slight. I mean by like very slightly. Mm-hmm. But also like, when was the last time Shaggy was relevant in a worldwide <laughs> way as well? Angel, I'd say. So you're probably talking 2001 or he two? He performed Mr. Bombastic at the Queen's 92nd <laughs> birthday, by the way. And he was doing all the hip gyrations and everything. <laughs> and what, I was is, just thinking, is this Liz is highly inappropriate. Like, is she like, oh, thank God you got Shaggy uh, She was up like, you know. She's grinding. No. <laughs> she's giving it I to I don't him. know what they were thinking. I don't know who organised this event. Who booked that? I don't know. Seems ill-advised. He was doing Mr. Bombastic. Yeah. Oh he was in actually. Do you know, he was in. There's a Netflix film that's by uh, this. It's the same guys that did um, Workaholics, the TV show, American TV show. It's a Netflix film called. I can't remember what it's called, but he's 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 in it because it's set in like uh, a skyscraper and it's like a cool party at the top, and Shaggy is there, <laughs> and they get like kidnapped, kind of Nakatomi Plaza style, and then the kidnapper is like sing, Shaggy sing a song. <laughs> to, like while he's doing his kidnapper video and Shaggy's like this is a song I wrote about you know Jamaica. and the guy's like no dude, it wasn't me <laughs> brilliant <laughs> I like Shaggy's gone up in my estimations he's able to yeah yeah and then fun he, he did like the singing bit kind of a bit like oh, she's called Redhead and then he like switches into Shaggy voice it's amazing <laughs> If I know what that film is and report back to me, yeah, I want to even just watch that clip. Yeah, that uh, I think it's only right that Sting and Shaggy have the last word this week. Um, so that just about does it. <laughs> so sorry, sorry, everyone else. Yeah, uh, for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast, thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. Of course. If you'd like a little bit more podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you can head to patreon.com forward slash video gamer and you will get the Video Gamer Podcast a day early with about 15 or so minutes extra at the end that if you are a subscriber um, if you are a VGBG you will get that like just right away after this uh, and you also get an extra podcast every Friday this Friday it's the wrestling one and myself and Alice will be watching and commenting on Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano from NXT TakeOver at WrestleMania weekend interesting uh, but it's I, I, I there, is, there is a bit of homework that I'll have you do beforehand really which very I don't very. Know who these two wrestlers are because I've not heard of them. You probably you wouldn't. No. Uh, it's very very light homework, so don't worry. I, w- uh, I won't put you through the ringer. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter if you so wish. I am at Conor Score Hearn. Rich is at Richie W82. And video gamers on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram at Video Gamer Comedy. YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Video Gamer TV. But for 
all of your video gamer needs, just head to videogamer.com. And now it's time for my least favorite parish show. This is the parish show. I'm bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Alice Bell. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Colm Hearns Sloan. Guffall. 